Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, my friend. I'd like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started, I'd like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of your education that is going to make the biggest difference in your world. And I don't want you to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret. The research shows that 85% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret is that I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. If you hear something that compels you, take action. Don't worry about what other people are going to think, how they're going to feel, how they're going to judge you. Take action and you won't live with regret. So let's get into leading your brain because probably what happened while you were doing your map and starting to map out where you want to be in 2010, five, three, one, six months, one month, is you probably had some things that came up for you and your brain was probably triggering you to some past disappointments that you've had maybe shaming and guilting you for things that you want. Perhaps you were hearing the voices of some people in your life who told you you can't, who told you that your dreams are stupid, who told you that you're not good enough. And that is very normal, by the way. So if you felt that, if you felt some guilt and shame or you were contemplating and feeling very confused during the process, that's okay. That's fair. That's where a lot of people are. But I want to explain to you, first of all, that the reason that so many people will attack you about your personal vision is what I said last time. 97% of people do not have a clear written vision for their lives. Brian Tracy once said this. He said that a genius without a roadmap is lost in any country. Without a vision, without a map of where you are going, remember this, you are lost. So what happens with most people? Because they don't have a vision, they feel lost. How do people react or what are the emotions that come up when somebody is lost? They're frustrated They're angry, they're afraid, they're hostile, they're confused. They are fear mongers. And so what do they do? When they see somebody who's trying to get it together, who's dreaming, they attack because they are personally lost. It's not that they are bad people. It's not that they don't have the skills, talents, the abilities to live a a fulfilled, impactful life. It's the fact that what you are doing is making them uncomfortable, so they react in a specific way. Now let's talk about your brain, because your brain, you almost have to put your brain on a metaphoric shelf here for a second and realize that your brain is also going to attack you when you try to change patterns. 95% of your life is lived through subconscious patterns. 
You do the same things day in and day out, over and over and over again. And you may have a dream that comes up consciously or you watch a movie or something inspirational and you get this fire inside of you and you go, man, I want to change. And then when it comes to changing it, you realize there's all these ideas that come in your mind that tell you you can't do it, that remind you of the past, that give you emotions of trepidation. Oh, I better not do that. I better not step out. Because this, in all the what-if scenarios come up, well, what if I fail? What if I'm made to look like a fool? What if I, I step out and I die? You know, there's all sorts of crazy scenarios your brain will, will paint for you. And I want to explain why that is. Your mind is built for survival. Your brain is built for survival. Your brain is there to put you in modes of protection, risk averseness. Your mind does not like to risk. It wants logic over emotion. So, so with risk, a lot of the time comes the emotion that is, comes from a place that's deeper of a conviction that the world should be different and I need to go and change it. Your mind is a, it absolutely does not want those emotions. Your mind would love to put you into a safe place, into a metaphoric jail cell where you get three meals a day and you, know, you have all your amenities, everything that you need to survive. That's what your brain is always, always going to try to convince you to do. So what I wanted to do is explain how your brain works and not try to separate or compartmentalize the things that your brain shoots at you. But what you've got to do is you've got to grow your brain up, metaphorically. You've got to teach your brain how to be a dreamer and utilize your brain to help you mitigate some of the issues that you could run into as you run towards your vision. Mitigate some of the failure. Mitigate some of the poor decision-making. Your brain can be a great tool for you but most people are led by their brains. They're not led by their convictions. They're not led by their essence. They're not led by something greater in the world. They're led by their brains, which are always trying to get them to survive. And that's where you, if you are going to be elite, if you're going to ascend to the highest heights, you cannot be led by your brain. You've got to be led by your convictions. So let's walk over to the board here for a second. And what I want to do is I want to explain how your brain works, showing you a couple of drawings. I like to make drawings. And I want to take you over and explain to you how your brain works and how it's going to be painful and create adversity for you to change the patterns of thought. Okay, so anytime you have a thought that comes into your mind, there is a thing that goes through your eye, can go through your ear. So we, we get auditory and visual stimulation. So stimuli that go through conduits in your brain. So your brain synapses are conduits. Okay, so here's what happens. This goes in to, let's call this your brain. All right. And when they go into your brain, they 
go through what's called a chaining process. All right. So chains are made in your brain and then they hit clusters, brain clusters. And so you get a thought about anything in particular. So you, you want to change something in the world. Your brain goes and it takes that chain of change and it takes you to a cluster. Now, what's your brain? Because your brain's built for survival, typically inside of these clusters are memories that you store in these clusters in your brain. And that, that storage reminds you, your brain goes, well, remember that time you risked yourself and you went out and you asked that person out or you were talking to that person and they rejected you. You remember that? Don't take another risk. Don't take another risk. And your, and your brain is always reminding you of the, the things that happened that caused you fear, doubt, or worry in your life or, or caused you to fail. And so your brain is reminding you, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't take that risk. Don't take that risk. Don't take that risk. Don't take that risk. And that's, and that's good. So, so here's what we do. All right. Your essence is built to thrive. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to, you want to create another pathway for risk, for stepping out. And here's how you do it is you've got to have a conversation. And I'm going to tell you, in real time, in real time, this is very, very difficult when you first start, okay? And real time is you get a thought that comes in, and that comes in at the, at the speed of light, and that's slow, <laughs> speed of light. And you get a thought that comes in, you get a stimuli, Let's say you see something on TV that triggers you and you want to make a change and then your brain starts talking back to you and it is so fast. Your, your thoughts are going, you are, you are thinking about 30, you're making 35,000 decisions every day. Decisions. A lot of those are subconscious, but you're making 35,000 decisions every day. You are thinking hundreds of thousands of thoughts every single day, even into the millions of thoughts every single day. Okay, so this is really, really fast. So what you've got to do is be aware of the overall landscape of your mind. And then you have a conversation. When you get that negative emotion that comes up, and this could be in a social situation, this could be you dreaming, it could be when you have work to do, or when you're in a conflict situation, you get all these negative emotions. And, and here's what you have to do to be led by your essence. You have a conversation. You go like this. Here's the first question you want to ask yourself every time. Here it is. What's going on? And what will happen is, since your brain is you, okay? It's not like you're talking to somebody else. This is a schizophrenia at its finest. This is, this is you having a real conversation with yourself, okay? Trying to get what is in your subconscious to come to the surface to your conscious streaming thoughts. So here's what you do. You say, hey, what's going on? And your brain says to you, well, you remember last time you risked like that and you set a vision for yourself and you started moving forward and, and you started that business and then that business went under. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Do you want that to happen again? And, and 
you get that emotion. Okay, that hits you. And then next is, you ask yourself another question. What's the alternative? And you can ask, you can ask yourself any question you want, okay? This is just examples, okay? So these are just examples. What's the alternative? Well, we keep doing what we're doing. Keep doing what we're doing. Well, I want to change because I don't like that. So can we have a better alternative? You see what you're doing? You're using reason to reason with your mind. That your mind really, deep down, your mind and your essence are connected. And you've got to find that point where it's connected. And so you're asking, well, what's the alternative? I I don't want that life. So what's another option? And then your brain starts saying, like, your brain will, will tie back to the emotion. Well, I'm still afraid. I'm still afraid of doing something else. I, I know it makes sense, and that's why you're excited about it, and you want to change, and you want to get better, and you want to risk, and you want to grow, and you want to thrive, but I'm still afraid. And you go, okay, I can deal with the emotion. See what your brain does, though. Your brain immediately tries to appeal to the logic to get you to reason with yourself and your essence to go, yeah, this isn't worth the risk. But all your brain is, is focused on is your survival. Just remember that. Your mind does not care that you thrive. Your mind wants you to survive. So you have to appeal back with reason to your brain. And you have the ability to do this. And this is how you can become super, super confident in yourself as well. You, you just, you simply look and you, and you appeal to the reason and the logic, okay? So now, you do this, okay? What's the alternative? What's the alternative? Well, your brain peels back the emotion and you go, here's, here's how you speak to yourself. You go, yeah, that was very disappointing. That was very disappointing. There were a lot of things that we could have done differently. We didn't. This is part of life. When you risk, part of the, part of the thing that makes it exciting is that we could fail. And you know what? We failed there. And it didn't feel good. There was nothing good about it. But the good news is, We can change. We can get better. We can do it better this time. We can use that as a way to improve this time. So you're speaking to yourself. You're talking to yourself. I like to do this. And my recommendation to you in the beginning is to actually journal out your conversations. That way you can can read it. You can look back. You have a, a annals of your own history that you can look back and go, wow, I'm so much different than I was. What happens is when you start doing this consistently, you can do it better in real time. To where when you are mapping out your future and you're starting to take risk and your brain's going, oh, just, you can't do that. Don't do that. That's for everybody else, but not for you. You don't like that stuff. You don't, you don't risk because remember what happened when you were six years old and somebody did this to you and you, know, you had this disappointment and your emotions were crazy and you were in your bed crying about it. Do you remember that? Do you want that to happen again? And if you don't address it, if you don't address it, that will rule your life. And that's why so many people, you're wondering, well, why don't more people live their dreams? Why do so many people look back on their life with regret? This is the majority of the reason. People don't know that their brains are built for survival. It, it, doesn't, want you to, it doesn't want you to thrive. It want, and it's a good function. It's a good function in context. I mean, goodness gracious, I love the fight or flight when a rabid dog is chasing me. I get adrenaline pumps. My brain just makes sure it gives me all these signals and helps me be aware of how to survive that situation. So it is a good function.
But in the wrong context, it could lead you to absolute darkness and unfulfillment and a life of regret. So what I'd like you to do is this week, I'd like you to look back on your history. Last week, you mapped out your future. This week, I want you to look back at your history. Figure out how you got here. Address the fears, doubts, and worries that are involved with you looking to have a preferred future. Moving in that conviction. You can't separate your history from your destiny. So what you've got to do is learn how to turn up the volume on your history so that you can reach your destiny. Thank you for the honor of your attention. I hope this was beneficial to you today, and I can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.